At a little after eleven that morning, the air in the starving ox had not yet had time to thicken with smoke. Instead, it reeked of yesterday's stale tobacco and beer. Joanna had arrived immediately after opening, while the barman was still removing chairs that had been upended on the tables. She walked gingerly over a linoleum floor puddled with sudsy water, and when the barman caught sight of her, he slipped behind the plank. You win the prize for first customer, miss, he said. What will you have? She propped one boot on the bar's battered metal footrail. A half lager, if you would. No, make that a bitter. The man nodded and went to draw the drink. He wiped the overflow away with his hand and then dried it on his already stained apron. American, aren't you? He asked, setting the glass in front of her. Right. We don't get many tourists over this way. Or would you be one? Not really. I come to London often and have friends here. One of them uses this pub as a sort of headquarters. Matt Wickens? The expression on the man's face, doubled with ginger-colored whiskers, became guarded. He picked up a wet rag and began to polish the dull wood in front of him, even though there was nothing spilled on it. I'm trying to find Matt, Joanna added. The motion of the rag stopped, then resumed. It's true he comes in here, the man said. But I haven't seen him, nor to lately. He was here last night, before nine. He made a long-distance phone call. The man glanced at a black instrument resting on the back bar, then picked up a stack of ashtrays and began setting them out at precise intervals. I'm afraid I can't help you, miss. I'm Matt's friend, Joanna said. When he didn't respond, she added, the phone call was to me. His gaze flicked to her face. Where would you have been when you received this call? Cerny Abbas near Sherborne. He nodded slowly. What did you say your name was? I didn't. Joanna Stark. He paused at the far end of the bar, evidently thinking it over. Probably, she thought, Matt had told him where he had phoned when he'd pay for the call. The barman might even have overheard him ask for her, or part of the conversation. He told me to come to London in a hurry, she added. The barman seemed to come to a decision. He returned to where she stood and extended a thick hand to her. Me name's John Gray. I'm the proprietor. He gestured at the sign above the bar that was carved with both his name and the pubs, with a pride of ownership that seemed out of proportion to their surroundings. It's a nice place, she lied. Well, it's homey and popular with the lads in the district, not the kind of pub a lady like you would frequent. Oh, don't be so sure of that. My son's a bartender. The place where he works is a good deal like yours. Mentally, she made her apologies to Mario's on the Sonoma Plaza. And where might that be? An Italian restaurant and bar in a little town in California, Sonoma, in the wine country north of San Francisco. San Francisco? Now I've been there. Years ago, mind you. The wife has a sister married an American army man during the war. After he was mustered out, they settled in a place called San Jose. Do you know it? Joanna nodded. A few years ago, the wife said we should go for a visit. We'd been talking about it for years, and none of us was as young as we'd like to be. At our age, you never know. Anyway, they took us to San Francisco one weekend. A beautiful place. Joanna nodded again, sensing John Gray was rambling on about his trip to the States in order to avoid the central issue. She said, You feel about San Francisco the way I feel about London. I love this city, and one reason is the friends I have here, like Matt Wickens.